Welcome to Primary Attribute, where Castle and Crusade's actual play podcast. My name is Ian. I'm the Castle Keeper, or Game Master, as it's known in a lot of other systems, and I use they-them pronouns. Hey, uh, everyone. My name's Adam. I play as Vons. Vons is our free little fox folk alchemist friend. Um, we both use he-him pronouns, and today Vons is, Vons is feeling like experimenting. <laughs> 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 that, was, that was so like what a rhythm what <laughs> sorry that was so, was so really <laughs> threw me off hi i'm erin i play erisine i use she or they pronouns erisine uses she or her pronouns um erisine is very excited to uh do some ohms okay I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor, the halfling wizard. We both use she, her pronouns. Um, Wealthy is feeling pretty, pretty okay about what we're getting ready to do, but she's going to be keeping an eye on things. And I'm Wit. I play Grix, the kobold illusionist slash mechanic. We both use he, him pronouns. And uh, Grix needs somebody to volunteer to be blinded. (laughs) (laughs) I'm. And you ask. Of course. So somebody by the light. Anyone asked want to know why I need somebody blinded? Why do you need someone blinded? Well, the uh, we're doing some testing right now, and the uh, subject is already blinded. And we need a double blind uh, experiment. So, <laughs> oh, for God's sake, <laughs> that was too much setup. <laughs> well, at least you amused Ian. Yeah, yeah. So I was, something. I was still so. Um, Ericene's going to test for electrical resistance. Notice Aaron hasn't said anything. <laughs> I just, you know, like I live with him. And so like, I just feel like I don't need when we're in group situations, I feel like I don't need to be the one to be like, what the fuck, man? I mean, I was just recounting the tale the other day about how we have on audio with making a terrible pun and you being like, I married this man on purpose, but in a positive and very wholesome way. <laughs> Sometimes I liked the joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> you always like the me. But I do always like the you. That's true. A bad joke told in good spirit is still kind of nice. Yeah. If you sure. like our podcast, you should read and review us <laughs> on your podcast platform of choice. It helps you people can find judge us. us. Yeah, it helps people find us. It might help us keep it together for the intro of the show, but we'll see. You should do it for every other podcast you listen to as well. Judge us like Aaron does. And speaking of Aaron, would you like to do the recap? <laughs> sure, fine. Okay. <laughs> we came back from the uh, the outpost with all of our friends. First day was fine. Second day was fine. Third day, we noticed some shadow corruption looking for the bunker. But we got back to the bunker and it was fine. Uh, we all had a very long conversation about uh, the ethics of uh, sentient experimentation. Ultimately, we decided that Wealthy had a bunch of questions, which she then went and asked to Shad to make sure that what we were going to be doing was going to be. Um, Is the res- word ethical or moral here? Mm, hard to say. It's all still very much up in the air. It's it's basically we needed to uh, get to a place where wealthy specifically 
all of us, definitely, but wealthy, the most specifically of all of us, uh, <laughs> felt comfortable with the ways that we would be experimenting and the kinds of experimenting that we were doing. Um, the end result of all of the questions that Wealthy asked Shad were that um, they do want to have this experiment done on them. They would like to stop being a sh part of the shadow corruption. They would like to have the shadow corruption removed. Um, they are extremely afraid, though. That is ultimately what happened. Uh, it was a great episode to record. We're not really <laughs> sure how much of it's going to make it. <laughs> so we, we hope you enjoyed the 15-minute morality question. <laughs> jam-packed extravaganza you got last week it was very important it was a very important thing for us to all have a conversation about what? possible to say what made it into the podcast <laughs> <laughs> um so we have enough consent to proceed wealthy will be exploring how much is too much pain Ericene will be trying to find a way to have Shad meditate itself. Into oh, meditation. Away I thought you were going to test him for electrical resistance. No, fucking. <laughs> oh. Yeah, okay, I thought of electricity, too. I was not thinking of meditation. You know what? <laughs> you all interrupt me so often when I'm just trying to tell you what happened. I'm <laughs> trying to do your job. I have one job. <laughs> Sorry, that's not true. I have like three jobs. <laughs> Never mind. Um, Ericene was trying to get Shad to meditate itself into pushing the corruption away in its mind. And Grix and Vons are trying to find ingredients that will do things. Yep, that's right. Do things. What things? Impossible to say. Scientific <laughs> method, man. <laughs> is it the scientific method if you don't have if you're just trying everything i guess it is but it seems very yeah, inefficient I mean, kind totally of. yeah hypothesize we'll do a thing mm -hmm. <laughs> test did we have, thing? A chalk, we have a chalkboard with uh you know a, a list of you know every substance. individual test that we want to do yeah, yeah. Okay. well not every substance like i'm not spraying him down with blueberry juice you know like ones but, that but i wanted to okay well <laughs> you can do that in your own time <laughs> Who are you, Wits coworker? <laughs> the blueberries are just really ripe this year. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but you know, we we have like, I, I don't know, like a list of common-ish substances that might induce a reaction, especially going off of the whole like sunlight is bad. So what? What is sunlight like? All right. Well. Plant-based stuff, you know, because of the whole photosynthesis and citrusy. You have to grind up sunny, joyful children. Yep, ground oh, children. Oh, we don't have any of those. Time to go get Alpita. Listen, if Wealthy had a problem... <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely, actually, legit don't want to think about that, so... <laughs> um... If I'm leading, if don't want to think about chil the, the children or don't want to think about wealthy getting upset about the children. Yes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the whole poor thing. K poor Kainolo's <laughs> dose, man. <laughs> Kelly got real shrill last time. So. so if I'm reading Wit correctly, we want to try and test the sunny things 
perhaps with the vitamin D. Is that why Sunny D is called Sunny D? Yeah. It, does it have vitamin D in it? Is that mm-hmm. where that goes from? Mm-hmm. And is that why Wit doesn't want to test the purple stuff? Yeah, purple stuff doesn't have vitamin D in it. Hmm. Or it doesn't have sunlight in it. <laughs> That's just science. It's just science. <laughs> God. Well, okay. So I we, we have I'm so unhappy right now. <laughs> so going going off of our very Greek philosophy understanding of the natures of uh, <laughs> relationships uh, between substances, uh, <laughs> we assemble our list of tests. Excellent. You, you pass the intelligence. Oh no! I don't fucking know how you're generating this shit. Kelly, <laughs> <laughs> start somewhere. Oh, Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> Although, uh, Greek philosophy killed me. <laughs> yeah, it killed a lot of people. <laughs> oh no! I, I, I Sorry, guys. What, what experiment Wealthy's going to do? But uh, we'll get back to that. It sounds like. <laughs> uh, oh shit! Oh god! Oh okay. god! My back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. This is going to be another weird episode. I was going to say, it's weird engineering the recording studio tonight, folks. <laughs> but all right. So we got list of substances. Mm-hmm. We have meditation. I don't, Wealthy really doesn't have anything specific. She's just going to make sure um, nothing gets too extreme. I mean, She's there to call were, it off. You were Ethics going to see on. how much is too much pain. Yeah, but I'm not going to go around hitting him. I'm going to let them torture him. And we're not. And observe. We can just ask from time to time. You're, check you're in, in, you know. Hey, you're how are we? To make sure they stick to a proper ethical standards. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, Shad, how owie is this one? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'm really not trying to antagonize Kelly. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, maybe we just need a safe word. I don't know. For some reason, now I've got Lawrence Olivier on my mind. Is it safe? What? From Marathon what? Man. Oh, oh I see. Don't know that I, I figured I, the I, word safe word just oh. made you think of Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> no. No, Marathon Man is, is Wit, you would really like Marathon Probably. Man. It's a very good movie. I'm honestly surprised Wit hasn't seen Marathon Man. Mid 70s, Dustin Hoffman, Lawrence Olivier, Roy Scheider. Huh. There's a there's a um a torture scene involving teeth pulling. Oh good. That Joy. might be a I, here, I feel we'll like see. that's actually a hard limit for wit, maybe. <laughs> it's really a good movie though. Yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, so that's right. that's our plan. Cool. Um let's see. Let's go with Aerosines first, just because it seems like it'll be a more straightforward scene. <laughs> uh Aerosines like Um, so first of all, I was wondering, um, before we all left for a couple days, I mean, I'm assuming you noticed that we were gone. Yes? Shrug. <laughs> well, nobody came to talk to you from, you know, me or wealthy. Shrug. <laughs> Did anyone talk to you? Nod. Oh. Was it the big guy? Gestures generally at head reach. <laughs> Reminding you that perhaps a blindness spell was cast on them. <laughs> oh, okay. Did they sound like gruffer or like more sort of like melodic like me and wealthy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or me. I'm melodic. 
Shad right? makes a series of gestures that indicate a couple of different people of various vocal pitches. Okay. It's quite elaborate. Um, well, anyway, we were gone. Um, but like maybe like a week ago, did you notice anything really big happen? Like right after the last time I talked to you, like with your people, with your shadow people. As the castle keeper, are you asking about the attack and fighting that off or? I'm asking about the attack when uh, we, you know, brought like 21 of their, their people into the, the, the bright light room and those people disintegrated. Okay. Uh, That's you the most yeah. specifically that I <laughs> Yeah, like I just want to make sure I understand the time. I want to make sure about. that I'm not like explaining to them what happened. Yeah. I want to try to understand if they were aware that something was happening. Uh, you get a nod. Did it hurt? When you fell from heaven? <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of points at themselves and then shakes head. Were you aware of, like, other people feeling hurt? Uh, vigorous nodding. But, like, it didn't hurt you. Like, did it hurt? It didn't hurt you physically, right? Nod. Did it hurt you mentally to be connected to people that something bad was happening to? Kind of, uh, using our patented window spectrum system. Low Uh nod. (laughs) So, on a low level, yes. Assuming I'm there with them. Um, sure. I do have a question. Um, do you know if the corruption experienced any anything when when that happened? You're kind of asking two questions there. So, um, I guess. Okay. If it ex- it, do does Shad know if it experienced anything at all, or would Shad know? Yeah. Um, kind of get an eh. Okay. Like sort of. It, it's a real hard question to answer without any words, so I'm yeah. I'm not surprised. I'm not getting you know like something effusive, but eh, kind of kind of tells me that there's a possibility. So I'm curious. That, that's that's an interesting thing to know. Do you think the corruption experiences experiences the death of those that it's corrupted? Uh, let's see. Oh uh, yeah, nod. Okay. Do you think that it finds it? unpleasant or is it just kind of like the price of doing business do you think it finds it unpleasant kind of a nod and a shrug so kind of like this is the price of of, of getting what i want it doesn't bother me that much is kind it of like, another shrug nod like okay is it sort of just like well i guess this is what's happening <laughs> can't do anything about the fact that sometimes parts of me die uh, shakes head. Okay. That's odd. So it cares that parts of it die. Nod. Does it care? Do you feel that caring? Like in yourself? Or do you experience it in some way that's not feeling it? Uh, two shrugs in a row. <laughs> okay. Do you care if parts of the corruption die? Uh, Nod. Do you care a lot? Those little, uh, you know, hand parallels to the ground, shaking back and forth. Eh. And then kind of points at one corner of the room and like nods vigorously, points at another corner of the room and like shrugs, points, you know, at another third imaginary point, shakes its head. Like, 
so there are specific corrupted that you care about. There are ones you don't care about so much, and there are ones where you're like, yeah, fine, if you're dead, you're dead. I'm no skin off my back. Uh, nod. Okay. So, like, people. <laughs> wealthy. Ericene, <laughs> nah. like, turns wealthy, like, like, pe- like, like, well, like, also, like, like society. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, but we don't know how much society, well, obviously there's some kind of society I mean, of Shad's experiencing. some kind of society of Shad's experiencing, like, you know, yeah, different, yeah. different levels of, of it, engagement, you know, different levels of engagement with different parts of the corruption. Do the, do the, the parts of the corruption that you, that you don't want to see die, are they parts that you knew before you were corrupted, or are they parts that you came to know after you were corrupted? Don't answer that if you can't. <laughs> um, are they parts of you, you, you that are they are they people that you knew before you were corrupted? Don't answer that if you can't. <laughs> I just turned to wealthy, and I'm like, do you not remember that the reason that Shad? sort of you know had a seizure and lost consciousness for like a extended period was asking them about their life before oh oh i'm sorry i'm sorry that <laughs> that i i did forget that i'm sorry wealthy probably didn't but kelly did <laughs> sorry um, no 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 i just don't want us to lose our test subject i understand <laughs> i understand wealthy backs off and says no, I, I get I get that they shouldn't talk about. Ericene turns to Shad and says, "If you can answer that, that's cool. If you can't, don't stress yourself out." Mitten shadow hand a thumbs up, <laughs> <laughs> followed by no additional answer. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll take that as a. I feel like we're just really should not bring up the before times. You know? No, no. I think no. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Ericene's going to remind everybody of that again. Because <laughs> she can absolutely see <laughs> many people trying to ask Shad questions about the before times. Yeah, that would suck. Um, okay. So, Wealthy, um, I'm going to focus on Shad now. If you see or feel like anything's going to go really weird, let me know. Okay. Uh, Ericene explains, so I don't have a lot of experience with things, but I have thought a lot about how the shadow corruption seems to be a force in your being, but you are an individual of sorts within that. And conscious minds are really interesting. And I think it might be possible if we had you sort of focus and clear your mind, I have a theory that we might be able to help you push the corruption, if not completely out of your mind, at least into sort of its own corner of your mind. So maybe you will be able to act slightly more independently if you want. Um, again, this is all optional. I'm not going to force you to do anything because it's your mind. I can't force you to do anything, really. Um, but short of mm. like stabbing you a bunch of times, which Wealthy has um, 
not been fantastically excited about the idea of us doing. Um, I don't really know what else to help you to, to do to help you. Um, so anyway, that's my thought. Um, so then I start um, just so that we don't go through an entire guided meditation of Ericene <laughs> with Shad, which I'm happy to figure out how to do and then record as like a bonus or something, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> for the actual podcast because i <laughs> don't have the brain power for it right now Fair. essentially what ericene is going to try to do is have shad visualize what the corruption is in their mind visualize that and also visualize whatever they feel that they are within that and start to pull that apart in those two things apart in their mind. Um, so like a big black, maybe like a big black cloud for the corruption. And then like, you know, just kind of like a wisp of, of like smoke or like a, a wisp of cloud or fog for them. And like, imagine like a wind kind of, you know, gently cutting through the two pieces of like the big black cloud. Shad. <laughs> big black cloud shad and like just visualizing pulling those two things apart further and further until they can start to visualize putting a wall between the between shad and the corruption the the shadow uh the black cloud um uh, or like a balloon or yeah <laughs> essentially like whatever shad sort of you know like gloms onto with visualizing things okay i need you to roll a wisdom check to conduct a guided meditation <laughs> <laughs> and shad will roll a wisdom check of their own okay um that is a 12 plus 8 is 20 it does not appear to do anything um okay well uh, I didn't think it would do anything the first time. So uh, we'll just try again tomorrow. I mean, okay. do you want, do, do we want to do like a few in a row, like a few days in a row or. Uh, let's see what tack the. Uh, see what tack the boys. Team formula is. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, all right. Yeah. Fonz and uh, Fonz and Grix. Yeah. And once again, I am. Um, I'm on the outskirts. Supervising. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I want to try a couple things besides, I mean, we're going to start just applying substances. It's going to get sticky. Um, Vons is going to get sticky. You mean? Well, oh. Vons is always sticky. <laughs> not, not just yet, but you, you probably cut to Vons is just like talking at him too loud. Cause he's too ignorant to understand that he's, he probably speaks English. He just doesn't hear him <laughs> well enough. So, uh, do, do you know any jokes? <laughs> Tell me a joke. Chad fails to punch through the door, much to my disappointment. <laughs> I think Vons is uh, gesturing with a honeycomb dripping honey <laughs> while saying that. <laughs> oh, man. Getting all that honey out of Vons' first. <laughs> Get it out. <laughs> I was too optimistic that's, for Christ. That's a late night snack. 
call that a <laughs> semi-permanent pomade. It the <laughs> the honey gets there. It's delicious. The bugs eventually find it. That's what's what's that hurting? Okay, I think Aaron's gonna want to be done now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm unmuting myself just to say, oh. <laughs> but all right. Uh, okay, so we're trying all that stuff. So far, I have honey and substances generally. <laughs> and no, I told you stuff earlier. Okay. So. There's an amount of honey on Shad now so from the poking. Plant plant parts. Okay. Uh various various plant parts. Um I also had the thought of uh like fruit things that absorb light and energy of yeah. light. Mm-hmm. Much as we know about that. Um then well, I also we've, thought we've looked uh, all over for uh in in the interim during uh, meditation time uh would have done a bit of scouting um or mm, going through the greenhouse at least yeah going through the greenhouse at least and uh trying to uh remember it like if if there's anything that we saw that doesn't appear in the greenhouse is is there anything i mean to our recollection outside there were all sorts of plants that they don't keep in the greenhouse but like well but also like you know the solvents in the kitchen and yeah. Mm-hmm. As far as going for things that store sunlight, you're probably pretty good unless you start. You could theoretically go with some of the alchemical potions for things like light and see if that does anything. Sure. But that's a good one. I also yeah. wanted to try uh, seeing what Cure Light Wounds does to it. Okay. Like, do, does it heal? I want to start giving him chlorophyll and vitamin D and Just sunflowers. Just ground up sunflowers. <laughs> We put them on a treadmill. I don't think it's going to do anything, but we just do it because. <laughs> oh, electro is leading to nowhere because uh-huh. we don't have that technology. <laughs> oh, can I ask a question? Um, not to complicate things, but um, is Shad like submitting peacefully to being experimented on? <laughs> so far, yeah. Because like Ericene could do her part through the through the door but i mean grix and vons uh have to go inside be able to touch <laughs> yeah, yeah like do, do you restrain shad do you kind of just toss things through the door and go hey next to your right foot is a giant honeycomb just grab it and squeeze it please <laughs> <laughs> like uh probably probably the launcher through the door no okay. i don't know <laughs> i don't know i i <laughs> we're hitting you with an orange now now we're hitting you with a Ruben. Now we're hitting you. Uh, I mean, that's not a terrible idea if he's at all ornery. Um, but in general, no, I, I think because he, he seemed keen on when when Aerosene and Wealthy talked to him. Not yeah, keen, but and we've got Wealthy amenable. by the door amenable. with uh, yeah. I, I assume she's uh, prepared. Yes. So uh, and this guy's seen what magic missile can do. Yeah, he's so, well, yeah, I don't know that he has. <laughs> well, I mean, he has because he's one of the shadow and they've all seen it because. Oh, oh, fair enough. Okay. One has You've seen made it. several of them explode to various levels yeah. of comedic effect. <laughs> sure. I also wanted to see. I don't remember. Does he have any current connection with the, the corruption? It's very distant. Is that correct? I think the idea is that it's there. You aren't really sure about its strength. Okay. Yes. He did say that he is still connected. 
um, when Ericene first talked to him, he said he is still connected, yeah. but he's not like he feels as close to the people that he is already close to in his mind as he always is, but he's not necessarily having like a strong connection to like the overall collective, if that makes sense. It's like there are personal connections that he still has that he feels as close to as ever, but the background, the like background overall, like radiation of the collective Hmm. is not as close feeling when he's here. Yeah. That, okay. I swear I did ask (laughs) these questions. Yeah. No, that sounds right. (laughs) So basically the answer is yes. Connection. If you average it across everything weaker than it was for sure, but still very much present. And Mm -hmm. there's still some kind of full strength phone lines going out. Okay. I want to try doing some things that might like disrupt that. Like, I don't know, wrapping him in tinfoil. Um, uh, roll an intelligence check. Natural one. You know, the tinfoil didn't work, and now you're all out of ideas. <laughs> to be fair to Grix, you'd probably be ending up, unless you wanted to try to just cast a spell magic on Shad, which you would guess would have interesting results <laughs> of a not necessarily positive way. Mm-hmm. You're, you can't really think of a way to you know, make any sort of device that does this, that would probably be more of a enchanter artificer sort of thing to figure out if anyone can figure it out at all. Yeah. Thinking about it as a player, I would, uh, I'm, I'm wondering if, um, any one of us probably wouldn't be Vaughn's, but if any one of us would be able to, I don't know, put a, a giant glyph over the ceiling or walls or whatever to try and disrupt stuff. Y'all can make a separate intelligence check to try to figure out some stuff that might work, but yeah, at least as of that one, Grix has nothing on hand, and anything um, you would get would be like a vague suggestion of material or spell, and not you do it. Um, the next idea that I had related to that, which you can tell me if I'm off base or if I would be confused as to how to proceed based on that role. You before talked about the crystals, like the the power crystals, like. Mm-hmm vibrating having waves energy type stuff in them i'm wondering if there's a way to make like a crystal radio wave projector or a clock <laughs> not uh, a clock <laughs> and then how are you planning on using this radio wave projector uh, surrounding chad in uh these these crystal waves to uh you know cancel out other things coming in uh, yeah, you can give that a shot. Uh, keeping in mind, that might take more one, time. But yeah. yeah, so you're going to be pouring basically. I think because of that one, you're going to start pouring a bunch of time to this plan. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, the last thing I want to do is, um, besides just the general testing of substances, is uh, cure light wounds. See how okay. that works. Does it heal him? Does it do nothing? Does it? Uh, you cast it. I mean, I assume you are not actively injuring Shad pre-casting. <laughs> um, how did you want to judge if it was healing versus doing nothing? That's a good question. It's Is not like we have the corruption. <laughs> I don't think cure if cure light wounds free some of the corruption. <laughs> I think we would have solved that mystery by now. I think so too, but I, I mean that's about the only thing I can think of. Do you feel marginally better? It's more of a state thing, right? So, like you'd have some chance of aid because aid changes states, uh, fear to not so fear and. That kind of thing. And end of list. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it really doesn't do that much. Yeah. It doesn't protect against uh, magic at all? No. Gives you temporary hit points. Leave uh, a bonus hit. And a bonus is some saving throw or another, I think, against fear. Yeah, it's fear. It okay. is like a level two potion. It just so, doesn't do that much. <laughs> in terms of spells, I think what we're looking for is more of a uh, dispelling thing than anything else. Yeah, like a restoration or a dispel magic or counterspell. Yeah. Whatever we call it in this world. Yeah. Mana leak. Yeah. Uh, Force of will. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's no, that's what Aaron's trying to do. <laughs> but all right. Aaron's so. not trying to do anything. Also, what the fuck are you talking about? We're listing magic cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so weird that I didn't notice that time. Huh. Chad, Chad, Chad. Uh, hey, buddy. Um, uh, listen, I, I need to poke you a little bit. Uh, just just uh, just a, a drop of blood or eh, but uh, j- just a, just a teeny tiny bit. Not going to no permanent damage and all well and good. I'm probably going to heal you up right away immediately after uh, you get a nod, I guess. Cool. I poke him with my dagger. <laughs> all right. Gently. Yeah, they don't really bleed as such, but you definitely right. feel the dagger pass into something after a reasonably skin and muscle uh, based amount of resistance. <laughs> it feels like you stabbed them successfully. Sweet. They didn't make you roll initiative, so you're already on the right track. Can I see a wound? Uh, not really through the shadow, no. Okay. So really it is I just stabbed shadow. Okay. If you... Um, when you feel around, I think you do actually feel a cut underneath there, though. Is there anything on the blade? I don't remember if we've determined that before. There is not. Okay. Um, all right. I'm going to, while I'm feeling the cut, I'm going to cast Cure Light Wounds. All right. The cut heals. Okay. Yeah, thanks. We'll see Breeze the sigh of relief. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Now we, now we proceed with uh, the food fight. I mean, yeah. rigorous scientific testing. All right. Um, yeah, Vaughn's, they're just going to do a montage here. Of, yes, uh, very much so. Yeah, Vaughn's attempting to like sneak up behind him and scare him. <laughs> Vaughn's trying to tickle his feet with a feather. Uh, Vaughn's what? just like seeing if he can draw things on him. Well, you <laughs> see, after the tickling attempt, Vaughn's was turned into a thin paste <laughs> upon one of the walls, <laughs> rendering the rest of the experimentation uh, unachievable with current resources. <laughs> No. Okay, so Vons and Grix, I need you both to yeah. make intelligence checks for conducting your, you know, food fight research. Okay. 16. Oh, hold on. Rolled a 13 plus 6 is 19, I think. Is that All right. right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, both of you give it a go. You pretty quickly rule out almost everything you've tried. Apples, oranges, bananas. Nothing Silly works. Putty. It's a tragedy. Um, Silly Putty does nothing. Doesn't even copy a comic that was inexplicably printed on Shadow Newspaper Inc. When you're trying everything out, um, I think you get... Like, Shad's mostly been just kind of this implacable glacier <laughs> of a creature as you toss various things at them. <laughs> like, it hits them. They flex just enough to like basically keep their balance and not move. It falls off them. Um, honey appears to create some sort of mild reaction. Like they actually actively wipe it off. Hmm. Hmm. I ask it, I ask them, um, 
is is that irritating to you? Is it pain? Is it painful? Uh, nod to irritating, shake to painful. Okay. Is it just because it's sticky? You get kind of a, kind of a, eh, but also a, like a shaking of the head. So not entirely. So no. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So okay. Uh, Vaughn's hypothesizes. Okay. So it's got to be the barf. Just got to keep testing barf. Yep. And pollen. I suppose we should probably test pollen. <laughs> and oh, uh, 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 flower juice. Gotta try yeah. more flower juice. Nectar? Yeah. Is, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, if you want to be upscale about it. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to gentrify this torture session. <laughs> Somebody start milking flowers. And uh, um, I'm, I'm going to go find something spoiled in the kitchen. Okay. Uh, Ian, I pulled up the list of common alchemical substances. Uh, it's probably about 150 things long. Uh, do you want me to go through the list? Uh, God, no. Honey is the interesting thing you get out of okay. all the food stuff. Common, common alchemical substances. I don't think you get anything in particular off of that list. I'll see if, there's if you want to actually... link me that list, I can read through it at some point just to let you know, but we're not doing that shit live. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing that so if they try anything that that would actually burn it, burn shad, nothing would. Ah, uh, yeah. Are there like acids and stuff on that list? That I like, wasn't intending that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like for, again, <laughs> I'm not intending to hurt him. <laughs> oh yeah, no. It was just so I make sure I'm not missing anything, you know, big and obvious. Um, but yeah, like trying to just like put a little iron on shad like doesn't appear to do anything that sort of thing. Like salts. What about various salts? There's a lot of salts out there. Uh, nothing. Okay. Syrup? Nothing. Let's try syrups. Sulfates? Various, uh, like, copper, iron, cobalt sulfate? Uh, also nothing. Okay. Okay. Um. Bees. Let's just throw bees at him. <laughs> ethanol. That's always one to test. Just, just straight ethanol. Spray him down with, uh, <laughs> uh, alcohol. Um, and then wake him back up again. I guess the <laughs> ethanol does not appear to do anything. You do not currently have access to bees. Ah, guys, we got to get some bees. How do they pollinate all this shit without bees? Actually, I think the plants are dying. Oh, that's or, not good. They could hand pollinate. I got a lot of free time. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't keep an active apiary. They don't have bees to spare here. <laughs> hmm. How they are pollinating their gardens remains a, an exercise for the listener. <laughs> well, the honey came from somewhere. How are they pollinating their uh, their plants? Well, magic. Come on. <laughs> Got it in illusionary one. bees. Uh, a swarm of illusionary bees. Yeah. yeah. But where where uh, where's the is this illusionary honey? No, the honey no. is just uh, being taken from stores because honey is very 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 shelf stable. Mm-hmm. Huh. You're given a sealed uh, clay pot of it. I think we probably brought some down from the arcs anyway. Just the one clay pot. For your experiment, yes. They're not just going to give you all of their honey. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger pot. <laughs> I'm just going to, like, dip Shad's whole hand. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Foot? No, no that's worse. dip. <laughs> don't want to contaminate the honey. Also that. Oh. Don't dip spread. Gotta, gotta really 
imbue the honey. Get it on there good. Sure, but like, could do it with like a any spreader at all. <laughs> so Vons just takes a fistful of honey <laughs> and just <laughs> smears it where he where he figures his shoulder area is. Shad goes through some effort to get the honey off, although it doesn't appear to be in any particular hurry about it. It's just very thorough. Mm-hmm. Vons observes this behavior intently. So Thinking don't worry, that's... you didn't get a corrupted creature contaminated honey, you got Vons contaminated honey. <laughs> well, uh, that's something at least. Some good looking honey. Uh, I just imagined honey with fur in it, and I'm upset and sad. So. <laughs> All right. You've conducted your tests. You've yeah. come out with honey as a potential thing. Okay. We have to distill the pure honeyness of honey. Well, I got nothing. Vaughn's hypothesizes uh, pollen. And, pollen. Uh, could it, it? Honey is still the hork of another animal that might still have something to do with it. I don't think so, but maybe. It, it, um, you got to test every avenue. Um, uh, there are. Uh, Antibacterial properties to honey. Oh, okay. So antibacterial things. Um, yeah, the pure ethanol didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, Vons is out of his depth here. Vons already went in the kitchen and uh, and and pulled all the expired food and threw it on there, and that would have had some bread mold, and that did nothing. <laughs> hmm. What if Shad grew the mold himself? What? I think you lost <laughs> the thread, buddy. What what if we like grew the mold on Shad? I think he lost the thread. No, okay. <laughs> um, All right. Well, that's that's enough uh, experimenting for one day. We we can montage on. Yeah, I figured that kind of was a montage over a few days. Honestly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of montaging, it takes a while to get that much pollen. Aaron, for Aristine, can you roll three more wisdom checks, and I roll th- roll three more for Shad? Sure. Roll is thirteen on wisdom. The second roll is 22, and ooh, the third roll is 26. 18 plus 8 is 26. All right. Uh, you don't get any further with guided meditation. Oh, well. And uh, Aerosene, make an intelligence check. It's a 10. Total? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> you don't get what I was going to say if you pass that. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Cool. So. All right, that was your first several days of experiments. And uh, at the end of the, you know, I guess about four days, Crag uh, and Jenkins come to y'all. They come bearing amulets of the teleportation circle go flash now for you. Hmm. <laughs> Basically, you now have amulets you can use as a magical key to the teleportation circle to make it so it actually lets you, yes, you, use it in both directions. Oh, hey, neat. So you could, in theory, I guess, get back up to the arcs if you really wanted to oh. without needing to wait for it to come back at some point. Vons has been dying for this, but he was about to start like slapping Shad with sunflowers. <laughs> Can we bring people with us? Yes, you'll need one of you at each end, essentially holding it open. Oh, okay. But what of the sunflowers? You, you throw sunflowers at Shad and they appear to do nothing. Uh, while we're doing all this, I also want to play with that quill I found. Sure. All right. Um, what kind of stuff are you doing? Um, well, it, it wants to write. Yeah. So I let it. 
Okay, uh, make an intelligence check. God dang it. 11. Okay, you note that this particular pen will, you know, it kind of stood up right when you took it out. And after you, uh, you realize kind of after you set it on a blank piece of paper and start talking, it will write as you speak and basically just take down exactly what you were saying. Okay. In surprising legible penmanship. And you try a couple of things and you're working on it and you go and are kind of just poking at it later on after you've, you know, written, written, like seeing what it could do. You tried like making it draw diagrams on one piece of paper. You tried something else. And then this one has um whatever feather this bird came from. It had a spotted pattern on it. And you're kind of, you idly like flick at one of the spots mm-hmm. and it starts writing out something you wrote several pieces of paper ago. Mm. You try another and it does something that's a little bit older. You discern the pattern and I'm assuming you thoroughly go through all of them at some point. Yeah. Uh, you get one that was not written by you. <laughs> oh, what does it say? It, the short version is that it is a journal entry by someone who basically that um, circular tree room with the elevated well that you looked into and promptly lost your mind. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember it. I remember it well. It's you're pretty sure it's talking about that. The person who's writing the journal entry refers to it as home, but there's a couple of small details. Basically it's a journal entry about them leaving now that the work is complete and that they'll miss it and that they've that they've stored the pen and hope that the information stored on it might help someone in the future. <laughs> okay. Except that you've and overwritten over. all the information. <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> Well, this is cool. Man, we're gonna be able to use this for a bunch of stuff. Okay. It's great for filling out forms in triplicate. <laughs> oh. No, it's good for passing, you know, long messages. Hmm, fair enough, yeah. It'll probably even fit on the back of a rat. Mm. I'm gonna pay extra for oversized package, but you know, the uh, the weight's sure. good. Yeah. But yeah, alright. Also if I described it as a pen last time. Whatever. It has a decorative feather. I don't Quill. Remember. No, you said quill. I did say quill? Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, <laughs> I swear you said Quill. You said Quill. All right, cool. So we've got these amulets now. Yes. Do we get passengers with these things? We have to have one person on each side to hold it open. Yeah. If you get everyone to crowd onto the circle with you, you can take the people that are on the circle all at once. But that gets pretty crowded. You can only do... It's a small, small teleportation circle. If three people are willing to get real close to each other, if they're really small, you might be able to get four at a time and you can just do it with the amulet while standing there but otherwise you need to have someone essentially keeping you know one foot in the circle on both sides to hold it open while other people go through and the other circle is in a somewhat hidden underground spot on the arcs if i recall yeah jenkins outlines it for you it is it is not near that abandoned lab you found but it is about as deep which is to say very and it was a not very well maintained area, and Jenkins did a lot of sneaking to get past some stuff that <laughs> he was pretty sure sure uh, sounded pretty nasty, and he wasn't going to go check. Of course, it was. Um, great. So Those our are violations all over the place. Our first Jenkins foray into this also <laughs> describes some sort of natural cavern that it traveled through <laughs> that wouldn't be maintained by the city. Okay. Passed by a sign that said proceed at own risk. <laughs> so really we'll need to like build up um 
some more like potion stores again in order to get back out <laughs> is kind of what it sounds like. <laughs> I mean, or simply be invisible. <laughs> like Jenkins got through with invisibility, but he also has a pretty wide range of spells, most of which were not focused on offensive, but rather defensive and kind of tricky utility stuff. Hmm. So tricky utility stuff. <laughs> You know, things like Rope Tree. So, like, basically, Jenkins' spell list, you know, he's no illusionist, but he can do a bunch of weird stuff all in a row. That is not necessarily what everyone would do. Like, he wouldn't suggest fighting those things. Okay. But also, like, Stone Shape was useful once. Gaseous Form was useful once. Like, he was able to kind of wiggle his way around a lot of the obstacles or take kind of weird approaches to it which he realizes is unfeasible for a group of people. Uh. But he he's also pretty sure you could just sneak sneak, but he was by himself. So if anything blew up in his face, that was probably it for him. <laughs> we know sneaking mm. is a sensitive maneuver. Jenkins also theorizes that it might be a little bit easier to, you know, get back up to the surface. Cause at least if you have to break into a run, you're running towards a place with other people and defenses <laughs> rather than away from them. But you know, you're just going to have to take it as you go. This isn't a guarantee. If you can get Squirrello or someone else to just teleport you, teleport you, they can take you to wherever they know. And that is significantly you know, safer at the cost of requiring you to find a high-level magical caster <laughs> and agree to burn their nice, nice spell slots on you. And also uh, teleporting to a flying city that is moving is mostly the same, but has a slightly higher uh, margin of error than teleporting to just a single fixed spot on the ground, or if you are already on the city, teleporting to somewhere else in the city. I was thinking we could use the amulets to get Squirrello back on the um, arcs, and then he could teleport us out of wherever it is we end up. Ah, so take him with you and then use the teleport to just get you back up into Right, without having to, to get back to the, you know, go through all the dangerous and sneaky stuff. I really like that idea, actually. Like, <laughs> <laughs> because like, we, it's very easy for us now that we have the portal. Uh, now, now that we have the portal amulets to be able to just do that <laughs> and not waste spell slots, but getting out of the, the underground um, feels much more precarious. Yeah, and if you are on the city, then you eliminate that small, but definitely there, increase in the potential of error for the teleport. Because it is no longer moving compared to the caster. <laughs> yeah. Inertia, hooray. I like that idea, honestly. Um, and I would love to, you know... Go home and take a shower? Well, we've been <laughs> able to take showers. I'm pretty yeah, sure. But, you know... <laughs> Sleep in my own bed, you know, have sex with my boyfriend, Put things hug on your my tab. mom. What? Put things on your tab. Put things on my tab, you know, my hobbies, all my good hobbies. Berate your local grad students for not having solved a centuries-old problem while you were away now, for two weeks. That's not <laughs> Don't me. Don't put words in my mouth yet. You're going to say that was mostly going to be Vaughn's, by which I mean almost entirely, if not all Vaughn's. <laughs> <laughs> Exploit your teenage workers. Oh, you know, we'll, we'll see what they've been up to. <laughs> so 
they formed a very strong union while you were gone because you weren't there to say stop with them. Huh. See, Vons is going to think he's pro-union, but how will he fail at it? Do you want to know what the very first thing on my uh, notes sheet is? It is Vons, Adam character, Fox guy, comma, staunch anti-capitalist. <laughs> that is mm-hmm. definitely in the first about three sentences you say describing Vons. Mm-hmm. Literally. <laughs> <In the show. laughs> and then in my first few paragraphs of behaving as him, I prove that all to be wishful thinking on his part no no he's bringing down capitalism from the inside oh right (laughs) you know i feel like it didn't become incredibly clear for about six or seven episodes oh really yeah i mean like maybe maybe you were intending it to seem more obvious well at first he was just bad at it right capitalism (laughs) like he was still still trying to do it he just has an ego about it yeah, I think when we first met him, he was uh, selling street corner potions. Some yeah. bad effect. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. And now he's failed upwards. As God intended. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as capitalism is wont to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop the world. I want to get off. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to at some point try to um. I don't know, take some kind of a different tack on the meditation thing. Okay. I'm assuming y'all want to go home pretty soon so we can try one more thing. And, um, Ericene is going to say, uh, may I use my knife? Tentative nod. <laughs> um, Ericene is going to, uh, as Shad is trying to do the visualization. Ericene's going to get try to give Shad something to focus on very specifically in a physical way. <laughs> so Ericene is going to like very gently but firmly carve into its arm with her knife. Basically, I want to give them something to focus on, like a physical thing to focus on, and see if that will like press them into a different headspace. Okay. As I like, as they are also like trying to do this, like med- meditative thing. Okay. I'm going to modify their role. You're still going to just roll a standard wisdom check. Okay. Okay. 19 plus eight is 27. It does not work. Okay. Oh, well <laughs> I tried, but all right. So Vons wants to try just a little bit more with this honey, since I think we've, discovered there's something going on there uh he's going to try concentrating it using a uh centrifuge because he's got that technology hopefully it doesn't explode i mean the centrifuge probably isn't with you (laughs) oh can't he like make a uh rudimentary one yeah just know that you won't get you know all the same with the possibilities you would get with your mechanized one sure he's probably just gonna like uh tie a jar to a rope yeah or you know put a vial on a twisted string so you can oh sure wow this is a really good description for a visual podcast or for an audio podcast Uh, (laughs) like a pair of them so that they spin yeah Yeah. that yeah like the like the motion picture uh animation thingy that you did in in grade school yeah Yeah. a little spinning wheel yeah all right and uh he's going to try concentrating that honey and um like applying that 
and then maybe like poking it into the skin a little bit, like with his nail or something. All right. Make an intelligence check to concentrate honey in a usable fashion. Okay. This is... Uh, so got a uh, 19 plus 7 is 26. All right. You concentrate that honey real good. And now you go and apply it. I'm going to need another intelligence check, and Chad gets to roll something too. Hooray. Okay. Wealthy, I need you to make a uh, make an intelligence check as well. Uh, my intelligence check isn't great. Um, do I get any bonuses for the alchemy? Uh, just tell me what you got. I rolled an 8 plus 7 will be 15. 15. Thank you. Yeah. Fuck. 24 plus, and that was my, that's a um, prime. All right. So, Chad, unfortunately for you all, rolled very poorly. So, basically what happens is Vaughn's, you kind of just go about this in your normal Vaughn's way. <laughs> Which mm-hmm. I imagine is like, I'm going to, you know, slap this on you. I'm going to stab you with my claw now. Like, not giving a lot of warning. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Clumsy. Um, it's kind of bowling through uh, pretty quickly. Shad starts seeming pretty agitated. And mm. wealthy, I'm not sure Vons would catch on to this, but you do as the outside observer person. D- what? He's getting irritated? Yeah, but like okay. way more than has happened at any point previously during this whole chain of experimentation. Uh, Vons, Vons, uh huh. Tweety, move, move away, move away, move. It, 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 he's Shad's really up, really irritated. You need to move away. Do you think? Uh, do you think you that's need to move good? away? Get away. Oh, but but do you think it's good? Do you think? Do you want to end up? Get away. Get okay, away. Okay. Get away. Get away. Okay. Get fine. Away. So Shad, do you feel any less shadowy now? Is it working? I'm gonna assume you exited the room and closed the door. Okay. Your 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 question is answered by the vial being thrown very violently against the door where it shatters. <laughs> Oh, and Chad is still rubbing the uh, the honey off, but in a way that looks more like someone trying to get, you know, oil that's on fire off of them. Mm. So Chad, you know, brushing it off very violently, like I think past a certain point, stuff does calm down again and you're able to get in there and check on them a little bit, or at least wealthy is assuming that is a thing wealthy would do at some point. And there's no apparent injury in and of itself, but... Or, I guess, Wealthy, if you want to do a medical examination, you can do a, um intelligence check. I'd, I'd love to know if it was Vons's... Ah, just a 24. Ooh. I would love to know if it was Vons's uh, scratch or the honey itself that was doing that work. Mm. The honey. I would I would assume the so. The honey. But... It wouldn't be the scratch, because... Oh, yeah, we've been stabbing heard it him, before, right. yeah. Wealthy, medical degrees are for chumps. You have a doctorate. <laughs> All science is the same. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> to all the actual doctors the out there time. i am joking <laughs> to all the physicists out there that is continues to not be correct your degree does not teach you how to do everything this has been ian's local dunk on physicist power hour so um you go and you determine that there does actually appear to be some sort of like blistering under there it feels weird how weird like Weird Blister, blisters are, for lack of a better, more pleasant term, kind of, you know, moist. Um, this is not it. When you're kind of touching it, it just feels off in the same way that like walking down a hallway alone in the dark can feel very off. <laughs> okay. Like, you just get bad vibes. 
<laughs> you touch feel, it and you feel bad vibes. <laughs> does okay. it feel like chapped skin? Like like when your lips are chapped, but like on your arm? Kind of, yeah. It's like a yeah, kind of a dry blister, except also bad vibes. <laughs> so I'm getting mostly bad vibes more than blister. Yeah, it's like if you're touching something covered in like really strong peppermint oil or menthol, except that tingly feeling is vibes. <laughs> okay. Of the negative variety. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a rash. So real specifically, you? bad vibes, dude. Yeah. Harsh in my mellow. It's things like the memories of days you'll never get back. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. That said, assuming you all try to heal it, which for pacing purposes, I'm just going to assume you are because I'm the big uh-huh. railroad monster. Sure. Um, it does heal. I mean, that's that's really just the second part of the experiment, right? Um, so it heals all by itself and rather it, quickly? It heals no. when the healing spell is cast. Oh, yeah. okay. Otherwise, it seemed to be hanging around. And I would imagine you applied first aid before uh, just being like, we're just going to have you wait for like two weeks and see what happens. If I'm hmm. wrong about that, let me know. Um, I will ask uh, Shad when I find out that this has happened, because I'm not getting mega involved in all of this, but uh, like all of the this kind of experimentation. Um, but my question for Shad is like, has that ever happened to you before? Like with anything that you can remember or do you all sort of, you know, stay away from honey or like bees, bees? Um, just kind of generally shakes their head like <laughs> like no that's never happened before they've never they've never felt like that happened before uh nod okay have we tried feeding him the honey at this point I think you would have to hold him down yeah let's not it we're on, we're on the right track there we're on a good track tell the grad students yeah hmm let's take some honey and go back to, and talk to the grad students all right. Yeah. Surprise, motherfuckers. <laughs> well, just yeah, I guess thrusting so. a honeycomb in their face with no explanation. <laughs> <laughs> we solved it. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, don't give Vaughn's any ideas for ways to exploit his child workers. They're graduate students. They're over 20. Well, hopefully 20 is the drinking age on the Arcs, because we're paying them in beer. There is no drinking age on the Arcs. They are (laughs) at least in their mid-20s, and I'm sure have come to an arrangement involving actual money with people that are not involved, (laughs) (laughs) but have access to the same bank accounts. (laughs) Because beer is great, but you're actually making them work work, so... Yeah. Yep. That's that's that sounds great. Um, I, I don't I don't know that Vaughn's. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Vaughn's doesn't even have access to that bank account at this point. People just take out their keys and jingle them in front of his face when he starts talking about finance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he'll he'll just say like, "Okay, I need uh, I need more string and more more corkboard, and uh, just just bring it, just buy it, find it, and bring it here." It's all coming together. <laughs> it's just all on a credit card that is just like handwritten. Adam, you are doing psychic damage to Aaron, the accountant. <laughs> Please, <laughs> I beg you, stop. 
Oh, Vaughn's just grosses Aaron out on every level. Oh my god, you just like I I want so badly to like him better. <laughs> Vaughn's described just described being the worst possible form of person who files an expense or tries to expense things. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which has been a huge part of several of my jobs. <laughs> And now I give moral support to the people in my department who also who who are the current people who experience uh-huh. that. Yeah. Yeah. But all right. So you uh, you've done some experiments. Is there anything else you all want to do? Well, I shouldn't assume. Do you all want to head back to the arcs? At least two or four. You seem very excited yeah. about it. So <laughs> I think it's about time. Oh, Vaughn's okay. been yeah. into that idea for a while. now. Yes, we know. We're One aware. of the two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's first in line. Yeah. Ericene, are you? Yes, yes, yeah. I am. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I was the one who was like, I want to go have sex with my boyfriend oh, and yeah. hug yes. my mom. Yeah. And <laughs> you did say that. Oh, always got to clarify the urgency there. But, um, <laughs> and force that old man to, you know, remember that he loves me. Uh-huh. But yeah, so you can go and get that all. Basically, your plan is to go into the arcs using the ring and then use Squirrella yep. to get everyone out of there. I think we determined previously that Squirrelo can just move everyone that you took with you, you know, yes. in one go. Yep. So it'll take them. It'll take them two trips, but you know that's not too bad because arcs. So I guess the I assume you're taking everyone with you, except for you know the people who live down here. Unless someone wants to stay or come with us. I think I think everyone's pretty much good where they're at. Yeah, we'll be back. Yeah, we have a way of getting back and forth now. All right. Is the warp whistle noise in the public domain? No, but we can find something similar. We'll figure it out. So you go, and which one of you goes through first to hold open the door on the other end? Oh, Vaughn's. No, I I think Ericene would, because she knows... uh, They go through together at the exact same time and get stuck. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Like trying to both go through like a too narrow door, like abreast, you know? Uh, both of you roll a d10. Oh, it's an initiative roll. It is. <laughs> got an eight. Uh, I got a seven. Vaughn's, uh, Vaughn steps one step further and goes Woo. through first. Oh, 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 but not too Vaughn's quick. Ro- he takes an invisibility potion first. Hmm. Paranoid little shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, Vaughn's roll a d10 for me now that you're through. Okay. This is not an issue. This is something else. That's a two. All right. The room you enter is pitch black and cold and damp. Ooh. You are invisible. But the um, teleportation circle glows faintly under one paw as you do as instructed since you step out of it, except for, you know, doing the hokey pokey and keeping one paw in. And everyone else is able to pile on through without too much issue. Does the glow reveal anything in the room? It does not. It's extremely faint. Think a not very powerful faded glow in the dark kind of thing. Like it more lets you know it's there rather than actually casting much light. Now, when I'm in the dark, uh, one of the things I do is tap the ground to figure out how big the space is. Make a wisdom check. (laughs) Once Ericene is through, she's uh, going to light her uh, lamp. 
Savant, how's your wisdom check? My wisdom adds nothing, I believe. So uh, nine plus six, 15. All right. It is somewhere in size between a closet and an aircraft carrier. (laughs) Echolocation is not your specialty. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a bunch of people piling through now, which makes it harder too. Aerosene lights a lamp. You are in a room that is quickly getting very crowded with people because it's only about it's a little over 10 by 10. There is pretty much just a teleportation circle in here, a crude door that is closed and seemingly locked. And y'all can hear um, a very loud rushing sound of water from somewhere beyond the door. But in a shocking twist, you're not currently standing in a river. So, you know, it's at least not on your level. But yeah, there's really nothing in here besides the teleportation circle. So is this a big enough um, space uh, for Squirrello? I mean, yeah, you just all need to, they essentially need to get a group of you to hold hands and cast teleport. Like, Oh, I thought I would, I thought maybe they like needed to inscribe something on the no, floor. They're using just teleport, teleport. So they might have everyone back up against the wall, but like did uh, bring back all of the um, furs. Yeah. Okay. That is fine. So where do y'all want to be delivered to? Squirrel has a fairly short list and is thinking that the plaza is probably the best option. Sounds great. That'll be really f- exciting. Um, sure. Ericene puts on the scarf, the, the orange scarf. I think it was a strip of red cloth, but yeah. The, uh, yeah, the but signal. that was only if we were flying back up. I still yes. think it's yep. a good idea. Nope. Yep. Um, and I yep. say, hey, everybody who got one of these, uh, maybe we should put them on now. So they're yep. not like, holy fuck. Oh, yeah. Sure. Someone's invading. All right. Yeah. Y'all y- tie on your armbands. Mm-hmm. And in a series of quick poofs, you go and you bamf out onto the plaza and get bamfed back and bamf out onto the plaza. And everyone is there, including Squirrello, in a giant untidy group as... A number of people looked very alarmed <laughs> at the fact that, like, you know, a dozen people just showed up in the middle of the fucking plaza. People teleport around the arcs, right? Yeah, but not like that commonly. And there's a lot of you. Fair enough. It's one yeah. thing when it's someone in a it's fabulous a wizard's fun. robe, like yeah. the Great Scorello on their own. It's another sure. thing when it's sure. when it's like sure. twelve people. Small platoon. <laughs> Sweaty, kinda 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 grody yeah. from weeks of being down. And traveling. We've had I know, but it's showers. not the same. You're still looking kind of worn out, as one normally does after a trip. That's fair. You have showers in your hotel room, but that doesn't mean that you're not still kind of grody when you come back from a long vacation. And one of the uh, pair of the guardians nearby come up and are like, you know, hey, who the hell are you? And Squirrella just starts saying in a booming voice about them being the great Scorello in time for Corva to show up and be like, this is the whole thing. They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're back. Hi, we wore the armbands when we came back. Thank you. It's Hi. great. They would have remembered eventually, but your uh, comrade here is quite talkative. Scorello has been talking for the last two minutes at these poor guards about how great they are and how they should be amazed. Vons just wants to stay invisible and go see his sister. Sure. That's your prerogative. Just going to go straight there. I want to make sure that Mr. Mayfunwee knows that Aaron is safe. Aaron. Aerosene is safe. And (laughs) I am not. (laughs) (laughs) That Aerosene is safe. And um, 
I am no longer under threat of death. All right. So you want to help me take all the furs back to my house? I wasn't, you know, like actually wanting to see Mr. Mason. But okay, yeah, I'll help you. All right. So we have one for the brewery, two for the Mason estate. Grix, where are you going? Uh, brewery, probably. Yeah, brewery. All and right. Home. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, everyone does that awkward thing at the end of a group ship where it's like, well, see you soon. Bye. <laughs> and I realize you're all walking in the same direction. It's a whole thing. Um, I say to Green, um, uh, hey, uh, whenever we can get our invoice, that would be really awesome because I'm very, you know, worried. I, I, might run out about- of ink, I might run out of ink on my uh, pen writing all the zeros, but I'll do my best to get it to you soon. <laughs> okay. Thanks um, so much for, you know, helping keep us alive. Sorry, you almost died. Part of the job. You know, I'm glad I didn't die, though. I'm glad you didn't die, too. Yeah. And I'm glad you die. both didn't die, you guys. Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad none of us died. Um, Ericene. Truly the greatest gift of all. <laughs> Ericene goes back to the gem wood. Yeah. Um, as a quick side note, you are... We're going to blow past it because there's no interesting result because they rolled pretty competently. But you are all examined by a couple of the spellcasters of the Guardians to make sure you are not to... Oh, great. Intentionally or not sneaking in some sort of corruption or corrupted creature. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Your various magic items are inspected, but it doesn't take too long. So you aren't allowed to just walk off the plaza all casual-like. Sure. Sure. Bonds Bonds has also found out this way because invisible (laughs) is still a spell. Um. But all right, so you go and you all head back to your places. Yep. And all right, we'll just start with one character each in terms of who you interact with. It is later in the evening by the time you all get to your destinations. Fawns and Grix. Yeah. You find uh, Lucky, Mitt, and two people you don't recognize sweeping uh, sweeping up at the brewery and otherwise closing up. Hey, we're back. Uh, Vaughn's resents the weir. Uh, he's is Vaughn's managing to stay invisible during this time? Probably not. I don't know. Are you still trying to just be invisible? Yeah, Are, you, you were probably forced to dismiss it as part of uh, uh as part of uh, protocol. The inspection. Yeah, mm. that's that's fair, I suppose. If your invisibly invisibility is alchemical and not inherent to your nature, you do need to drop it for inspection purposes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he uh, he sneakily wants to like observe and find his sister and figure out what's going on. Who are these two new people? Make an amazing uh, hide check, <laughs> given that you are trying to observe a room where you are one of six people. <laughs> oh my god! It bounced off of the twenty onto the fourteen. Um, let's see, so fourteen still a pretty high roll. Uh, fourteen plus what's what skill? Hide uh, dexterity dexterity so we're still looking at um damn it where's that sheet there uh so we're still looking at like 21 all right grix you are going in and you see everybody and then Vaughn yep. just somehow disappears from your side oh in a way that is yeah, really right. disconcerting yeah oh you say that like he doesn't do that all the time yeah hey we're back we're all somewhere around here but yep we're all back I'm glad to see that you're alive. Oh, thanks, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you too. Uh, how's how's things? Who are who are these two? Uh, they're employees. Oh, great, great. Good job, good job. Well done. You got Felicity and Crank. <laughs> Felicity and Crank. 
Oh, yep. they wave. <laughs> Crank sounds like they would hang out with Cog. <laughs> and Mitt. Jolly good job not dying, good sirs. <laughs> ah, thanks, thanks. Right back at you. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, how's how's tricks? How's where's the grad students? They're not here. They're they're downstairs. Basement. Any basement? Uh, it's pretty late in the evening. They went home. Oh, okay. Oh well, you know we were on uh we were on ground time, so and underground, barely know it. Yeah, just down there. So did you find anything cool? A lot of interesting things. Um, yeah, apparently, uh, honey is an irritant and uh to to uh the shadow and uh. I went insane for a while and uh, uh, we met a bunch of people. Uh, there's a whole city, several cities. Yeah. Yeah. All uh, right. We'll fill you in. I, I pour a brew and. Yeah. Everyone starts gathering around for fucking story time. Hell yeah. Bonds. Mm-hmm. Oh, while everybody's like getting to greet each other again, he's checking his room to make sure his candy stash is still there. And, uh, you know, the, the, exactly what you do when you come home from summer, summer camp as if I've ever come home from summer camp, make an intelligence check. Okay. Ducks. Okay. 15 on the die. So that's around 21 prime. Oh, wait, 22 prime. Yeah. All your stuff is there. Everything is exactly as you left it. Except, except, except gasp. Several things have been put away slightly too neatly. I... Someone knew how to actually hang clothing and not just vaguely throw it on a <laughs> hanger and shove it on the rod. Some monster may have touched your stuff. That said, everything is still there. So, yeah, dark cloud comes right over Vaughn's face. He knows somebody's been in his room. I don't think he's even like really hiding anything there except the letters under his pillow. Yeah, those have remained unopened and are still there. Okay. However, someone washed your sheets. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> Just got those smelling the way I like them. Oh, they even fold now. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get the uh, the Vaughn's shaped lump in the sheets. You can to... actually use like as a plaster mold. <laughs> yeah, that he just uses to fool his enemies and... Uh horrible (laughs) but yeah someone has touched your stuff i guess he gets over it okay (laughs) so we leave on to this candy stash and it's unfortunately clean sheets oh yeah totally totally grabs his candy stash and then starts like wandering down to where everybody else is yeah you go and you join in as grix fills those folks in on the tales of the adventure and uh aristine and wealthy yes you have found your way back to the maven we estate Yes. It is late. But I open the, the door. Uh, the porch light is on. Your key still works. You didn't key it while you were gone. Which would be very hard in this era, but you know, whatever. Um, and yeah. I open the door. Uh, we deposit all of the furs in the uh, in the ballroom. Just because big open space. Not being used for anything. And um, uh, I go and see if the... Uh, if the library door is still open, I'm not actually sure how late it is. I mean, I'm assuming it's like past sunset. Uh, yeah, it's getting on to be like 11 or midnight. Okay. Um, yeah, then I will definitely go and see what the, uh, see if my grandfather's there. Uh, your grandfather appears to be awake and is sitting at his desk. Uh, hey, grandpa, uh, how's it going? Well enough. I see you survived. 
I did. And um, now I would love it if you would uh, release Wealthy from uh, what you seem to have made her feel like is a uh, some sort of a a death threat threat. And, um, you know, that'd be like really cool if you like never, ever did that for any of my friends again, because they're not responsible for your well-being. Yeah, they 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 don't. They're not responsible for whether I live or die. <laughs> no, but some people need motivation to try. Miss Taylor, you are freed from your bond of not letting Ericene die. Oh, thank God. I hug uh, wealthy. I'm ready to go I'm home like, and sleep in like, my own damn bed. I'm like, I'm so glad we made it back. <laughs> I know. It was pretty scary for a while. Oh, God. You want to tell my grandpa what happened together or you want to just go? Yeah, we, we can probably tell him. Between the two of us, we should get the whole thing out. Yeah. All right. Uh, we will tell uh, Frymeath um, as much of what we can, like as much of what happened as we can. All right. You all sit down to have Frymeath's story time. And uh, Ericene, that's when you hear a sweetie from the top of the stairs. I go and run and uh, hug my mom. Oh, don't worry. She was making her way down to you with a, an incredible display of agility for someone who is apparently as blitzed as she is. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't quite fall down the stairs, <laughs> but I it looks like she's about to with every I, single step that are I, all taken in very quick succession. <laughs> I catch her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she gives you a very big hug. And then for me, story time occurs. <laughs> Uh, so there's people down there. Yeah. It's not just the professor. It's also a bunch of other people. There are people like who are not from, and also people who have like towns and shit. Yeah. People who are not corrupted live down there. Lots of them, like all different kinds of ways, but some of them live on the ocean and ships. Which is, you know, just like mind blowing because we didn't see any of those. But wow, um, there's a I mean, god that's protecting some of them, and some of them are being protected by fey creatures who who manifest tell them, as dragons and yeah, and make tell them do them, thing that we don't know because mm-hmm. we didn't, they didn't see it. Specify and seemed rude to ask. <laughs> All right, and you, I assume just keep filling them in. Um, yeah. Yeah, basically, your, like your, your mother's hanging giving... on every word. Frymeath continues to be his traditional, unreadable self. Oh, and I met uh, Mal. He knew you. Ericene, make a wisdom check to read that old man who loves you. But <laughs> goddamn, if it ain't, he still ain't hard to read. <laughs> Add a d six because you've gotten pretty good at this. Um, that's a seventeen total. That's only a seventeen know. total. Oh, he remembered you. He told us all kinds of fun stuff. I'm sure. War stories and shit. Uh I remember Mal. It is good to hear he is still alive. He also remembers Grandma. And then a shadow crosses Ericene's face. That good, huh, sweetie? (laughs) He said you used to... He said you uh, used to be fun, and then you turned into a nerd. (laughs) I was never fun. Oh, I believe that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. Anyway, as fun as this was, um, I need to go see Photios. 
All right. You're going to head off Fodigo's way. But and I think I will we... tag along until I can take a detour back home. All right. You get home. Um, Erisine, you go to see Fodios. I'll pass by the Gwendolyn and see if he's on. Or... Uh, yeah, he's there. He looks very, very tired. <laughs> it's uh, it's late enough. His shift probably should be over. But hi. Looks like he pulled a double. I'm not dead. Oh, wow. I'm that or I'm hallucinating. But not hallucinating. Not as far as I know. I think that's what a hallucination would say, but I'm glad to see you. <laughs> you didn't forget me, did you? Nope. Definitely didn't worry all day, every day. It was great. I mean, welcome back to the arcs. You get a hug and a kiss and all of that good stuff. <laughs> you are greeted in an appropriately affectionate fashion for this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly she's just like, he he didn't like meet someone that is going to be around and not make him anxious all the time for their safety, right? <laughs> as far as you can tell from the conversations you have, he did not. Cool. Well, she will uh she'll hang out until he's off and then she'll go home with him. All right. For, you know, appropriate activities we don't specify on the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we that don't stress testing. <laughs> Since when? We don't go into the specifics. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yes, we fade to black. As various <laughs> suggested noises are made. <laughs> and yeah, you have all made it back to the arcs in one piece. Uh, before we well. iris out too hard, Vons uh, I, is going to send a quick rat off to Green and invite her. And uh, well, he's, he's, he's got all kinds of stories now. So he wants to invite like her and, and uh, her crew for, for beers and for. Um, Wait. Is Vaughn's going to invite (laughs) them for stories about the things that they also went through with us? That's right. They were there. They brought extra extra people too, didn't they? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. They brought, in fact, all of Defended Delves. (laughs) Dude, forgot about them most of the time. They they got sent off to build a satellite lab, and (laughs) he went home. (laughs) Right. Okay. I mean... Well, yeah, then he's we... just going to invite Green over for because he was he was going to try and conceal his affection by inviting additional people. But he's just going to I guess he's just going to have to invite Green and uh, uh, see how that goes. All right. She rides up on Percy a little bit later, looking very tired and joins in for story time. Woo. Hmm. She may or may not become a little fox donut on a bench and fall asleep at some point before story time is over. Who can say? But yeah. All right. I mean, you get to say, actually, that's that's. You. Yeah. She does exactly that. <laughs> she makes it an okay amount, but uh, you were all pretty fucking exhausted and caught up with her, it seems like. It's emotionally exhausting uh, going through magical portals. Huh? Yes. And we're, uh, I'm sure, all glad to be back. I'm, I'm also eager to hear from Green how things went at the, at the brewery. You mean Lucky? <laughs> yes, that's who I meant. And then that unfortunate name makes up... <laughs> 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 pan out and we see the entire arcs all sparkly and nice in the with lights in the night sky and we will pick up there next week good night everybody Hooray. congratulations Great. you did it Yay. primary attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard for more information about the podcast check out our website primaryattribute.com for questions comments and feedback 
email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. To follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod, on Twitter at primeattribute, and at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for all our blazed posts. Is that really the term we're using these days? Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by, well, me, that's Adam. This week's editor was Ian. Thanks, Ian. Thanks for listening, and we hope you tune in next time to Primary Attribute. off but in a way that looks more like someone trying to get you know oil that's on fire off of them it doesn't appear to be causing any actual that was interesting